praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is still awesome in my life. And I am still joyfully single. And God great. So on tonight, on tonight, um, I wanted to deal with something um very dear to me. And on tonight, we are going to deal with the heart. Going to deal with the heart. So I want to title this Right Look, Wrong Heart. Right Look, Wrong Heart. So a lot of times, or a lot of times we try to perfect the outside, but the inside is wrong. A lot of times we try to perfect the outside, but the inside is wrong. And that's not how our God works. Our God is an inside-out God. He wants to perfect your heart. He wants to heal your heart. He wants to make your heart right. So he is now, while he is still concerned about how we look on the outside, I am going to talk about the heart on tonight. So right look, wrong heart. And I'm going to take us to Samuel because... A lot of people like to quote uh, one of these verses in Samuel, um, but they always use it out of context. And so, and it's relating to God looks, uh, God don't look at the outward appearance, but he looks at the heart. And that's still misquoting the scripture. So we're going to kind of dive deep into that and see what is God saying um, about this. So 1 Samuel 16 and 1. The Lord said to Samuel, and by the way, I am reading the NIV version. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes, in peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Elab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stand here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So, and then I'm going to read the King James Version in this one. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For the for man looketh on the outward appearance, 
but the Lord looketh on the heart. So the Lord gets to the heart of the matter, no matter how you look on the outside, which still do not mean that it don't matter how you look on the outside. It just means that God looks deeper. He looks at the heart. So then the eighth verse says, Then Jesse called Amnabet and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. So Jesse just keep having his son, son after son. Jesse then had Shema pass by. But Samuel said, Nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, The Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep, Samuel said. Send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had brought him and had brought, brought him in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, Rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. So y'all, oh my gosh, Samuel had all his sons. I'm still thinking about this. I don't understand because Samuel had all his sons pass by, but he never called David in to pass by Samuel to see if he was the one that God wanted him to anoint. Samuel had to ask him, is this all your sons? And that's when he said, yeah, like I have another one. And that's when he called him in. But that perplexes me that he never like voluntarily called David in. And David was out in, out in the fields, like, like serving, like in, in tending to the sheep. But he never thought to call in David. So that's, y'all, that's why the context of the scripture is saying, like, you know what? Man, man was looking on an outward appearance. All his brothers, like, his brothers was older than him. It said that he was the youngest. So man is looking at all of this. But God was looking at the heart. And see, David had the heart to be the king. I'm not going to talk about it deep on this podcast on tonight. But David had the heart to be king. His other brothers didn't. They might have was older than him. They might have had different qualities. They had all of this going for them. Uh, they might have looked good. As we say, we're going to say in 2021, somebody that looked good on paper, like, okay, good appearance or good all of this. But those wasn't the people that God had chose. But so that's why we saying, I'm saying on tonight, God looks deeper. You might have the right look, but you have the, the, the heart, the wrong heart for the job. And I'm going to do a part two to this. But anyway, and that can be, I'm going to compare it to a lot of times, like you may like witness this when you go to or around different, what I call church folk, because church folk, that means they're just church folk. They go to church, but the church is not in them. They're not a part of church. So a lot of times, like, you may be around these type of people or you might be around, 
like people that are not strong in the Lord. And so a lot of times, like they have the appearance, like they might have a, a dress draping the floor or they might have a long skirt on or they might have everything covered up, but their heart is wrong. Like I'm about to show, I'm about to show y'all some things about the heart because a lot of times and these look, these are the characteristics. Like they won't speak to you. They put their nose up to you. They have certain pics. And you be like, like when I say certain pics, like they have certain people that they will speak to again. They have certain people that they will support. They have certain people that like they will clap for. And that's what I'm saying, support. They have certain people that they will encourage. They have certain people in mind. And you like, oh my gosh. And then their heart is wrong because see, we supposed to, God is love. And so we supposed to love everybody. And so a lot of times when you come against, and then you come in contact with people that are gossiping, that are destroying your name, but they may still come to the church building. Y'all don't, don't, don't ever mix that up with that being somebody that God approves of. Because God do not approve of somebody that's gossiping or or slandering or think they are so high and mighty or they're so saved that they can't speak to everybody and, and they sowing discord among the brethren. Okay, y'all, this is not things that God approve of. So if you're listening to this podcast and you are not saved and you saying that I don't want to come to church because those church people are hypocrites, let me tell you one thing. You have hypocrites at your job, but you still go to your job. People talk behind your back. People do all these things, and they're supposed to be good people, and they do these things, and you still go to work. So I want you to think about that, the same thing as a church. You have strong people in the Lord. You have weak people in the Lord. You have people that is constantly growing in the Lord that wants to get better. But you have all, and then you have people in a, in a church that just go to church, and they don't want to get better. They're just going because it's just a habit. So you have all type of people in the church. And so they may look the part. They might have the right look, but they have the wrong heart. And so that's why the scripture is again saying like, don't focus all the time on how someone look because they may look like they're a Christian, but their heart is bad. Because, see, the Bible had mentioned that he will give us a new heart. Like his laws and everything he's going to put into our heart. And if we're following his laws, then, of course, we're going to love everybody. We're going to try to make peace with everybody. Uh, we're going to try to get along with everybody. We're going to do good for those that's especially a part of the church. That's what the Bible says. Especially those that are the household of faith, we're supposed to do good um, for them. And so if you're around these people that are 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 portraying one thing they look good they even speak well in the church but then you know behind closed doors that they are doing wrong things they have the wrong heart so and, and we have to examine ourselves and make sure we don't have the wrong heart so that's what i'm saying we we can't get this scripture saying you can't get like so caught up on the outward appearance and thinking oh yeah god chose that one Oh, they look good. They can speak in tongues. They can prophesy. But but sometimes they be lying. And, and a lot of times they just be looking apart. And that's not the one God have chosen. And so, and then I want to bring up another scripture. I believe it's in Jeremiah when it said, like before, like you was formed in your mom's belly, 
Like I called you, I ordained you to do this, like to, to be a prophet. So I already had ordained you to do this. So a lot of times y'all, we, we, God has ordained a certain plan for our life. We grow up, we grow up, become adults, and then we decide to do the wrong thing. And so we look a hot mess on the outside. I mean a hot mess, y'all, because I'm telling you, when I backslid, unfortunately, I don't say that it's bragging because that hurts my heart that I did it. When I went away from the church, oh my gosh, you didn't want to see me. But see, before I was born, God had ordained me to be who I am today. Like I wouldn't even, if I was thinking back then, that I will be doing this podcast, that I'll be helping singles, that I'll be helping young people, that I'll be helping people come to Christ. I would have never thought it in the time that I was away from the church, y'all. But see, before I was even born, God had ordained for me to do this. So a lot of people may have focused on how I was looking that that at that particular time and might have counted me out. But I'm telling you, God never counted me out because he always knew the purpose that he had for my life. And so if you're on here and you look like a hot mess, like you look like a hot mess, uh, I'm telling you, God will clean you up and he will He will allow you to do the purpose that he have always called you to do. See, the problem comes in when we think that we, we want to come back into holiness and we want to bring the world back into holiness. That's when the problem is. See, God is saying, God will say, come as you are. Yes, you are a wretched mess. Come as you are. But let me clean you up. Let me make you new. This is what God want. And then he wants you to grow in grace. Because when you continue to listen to the word, you find out that, you know what? God don't want me to look like this on the outside. My heart has changed. And so now I got to represent God everywhere I go. Not just in the church, but at, at home, in the streets, at work on vacation, I still got to represent Jesus. And see, you realize that once God have changed your heart, he did that heart surgery, you got your new heart. Now you're like, okay, I got to think like God. I got to be like God. I have to represent him in every way. And so that's how God have changed me. Because when I look at my pictures and when I wasn't strong in the Lord, when I wasn't deep in God, I looked at my pictures. Oh my gosh, when I was out in the world, like, oh my Lord, But see, I wasn't, my heart wasn't right. So that's why I was looking like that. But when your heart gets right, you know that it is more about your heart being right. But when it's right, then I know that I have to represent again, God. So I have to look, also look the part because I don't represent myself and I don't want no one to, I don't want to be a stumbling block to somebody getting to God by what I am wearing, by what I am saying. So we also want to go to the part where, again, like I said, even if I look the part now that I am in holiness, now that I'm in holiness, now that I look the part, I have to make sure that my heart, my heart is still right. So I'm about to uh, read some scriptures to y'all because I get y'all, it's a pet peeve of mine to see people like they dress so sanctimony. Okay. And that's called, it's probably not even a word, but y'all know what I mean. You dress so sanctimony. But you can't get along with people. You, the people that is in, even in your church group, you can't even love them. You can't even support them. You can't build them up in Christ. But you look so sanctimony. That is a problem for me. 
Like, and it's a problem. Like, when I say it's a problem for me, like, I don't have a problem with that person. I have a problem with someone with their actions. Because, y'all, we, again, we, God is love. God is love. And men is going to know that we are disciples by the love that we have one towards another. And I'm talking about the saints. If you a saint on here, the love that we have one towards another. So we, as a church body, if you a saint on here, we got to love one another. And we can't be talking about one another. We can't even be talking about people that is in the world or gossiping. And I'm about to read. I'm about to read because y'all, I'm telling you, if you're not a saint on here, please, it is some bad examples out here. Do not judge the bad examples by who God is and how he wants his church. His church is holy. And when you see people that looked apart, but that's not living apart, that's on them. That is not on God because God don't approve of that. God's law is here for all of us to obey. And people have their own mind. They do whatever they want to do. But at the end of the day, God going to judge them. So you, you just come and be a part of the church and be who you supposed to be in Christ. You stand up for holiness. You stand up for righteousness. And you live the life that you're supposed to live regardless of what you see going on around you. Because at the end of the day, you have to answer to God, not to those people, not to nobody else. You're going to have to answer to God. His law, his word never changes no matter what and who you don't see obeying it. His law never changes. Okay, so Matthew 15, Matthew 15, 18 through 20 says, but the words you speak come from the heart. That is what defiles you. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. These are what defile you. Okay? These are what defile you. I'm about, and I'm about to read, y'all. I'm about to read, y'all. The definition of slander. Because it this should not be once named among the saints. But this will show if you or somebody else have a bad heart. Slander is the action or crime of making a false spoken statement damaging to a person's reputation. It also means a false and malicious spoken statement. So you are saying stuff that's false to deliberately damage somebody's reputation. Or, or, you just saying a false spoken spoken statement. I mean, you deliberately saying this and you know it's false. This is not of God, y'all. This is someone that has a bad heart. Lying, bad heart. And I don't care, y'all. I don't care if, if, if it comes to you losing your job. You cannot. We don't supposed to lie. That signifies something is wrong with our heart, no matter how we look with a skirt draping the ground. And Lord knows, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna interject this. He have tell he told us to be modest, he told us to be holy. Yes, he do. It is in his word for us to wear modest apparel. So, yes, he do a, he care about how we look. But again, if my apparel is modest and I am still practicing sexual immorality. I'm having sex outside of marriage. I am looking at pornography. I am having self-sex. I am stealing. 
I am murdering. And murder is just not, not killing somebody physically, but with my mouth. I'm having evil thoughts and not pulling them down. That is what's defiling me. That is what's defiling me. And that is what God is looking at. So we need not to, 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 to be so caught up in how we look on the outside, but our heart is wrong. Our heart is wrong. I'm going to read another scripture, Luke 6, 45. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So I like to call out all the people that think cursing is right. or And, and I, I'm saved and I curse a little. No, 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 no. God is not for the cursing because if your heart is right, you won't be cursing. The Bible specifically says, specifically says what you say flows from what is in your heart. So if you cursing, your heart is wrong. Your heart is wrong. I don't care how many times you go to church. I don't care what your position is. I don't care what your title is. If you cursing, if you are cursing, then your heart is wrong. And we got to fix that. You got to come to the Lord and allow him to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Don't make excuses to it. Don't say I'm saved and I curse a little. Ask the Lord to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And a lot of time you are cursing because you are watching a lot of movies that have cursing. You are listening to music with cursing. You are not feeding your brain with the word of God. You're not feeding your brain with good gospel, wholesome music. That's the problem. You're not praying to God because there's no way that you are constantly talking to God. You are constantly reading your word. You are constantly meditating on your word and you still cursing. No, what you say flows from what is in your heart. And if I'm loving God with all my heart, how am I still going to curse a little? Y'all, I mean, y'all, please, 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 Lord, explain this to me. It's not going to happen. So that's why I'm, this is why I'm, I'm doing this podcast on the night to make this clear. Don't look the part. Don't have the right look, but the wrong heart. Don't have the right look, but the wrong heart. Because you can't dress up sin. You can't dress up sin. And that's why a lot of times on here, on my podcast, on things I say, I am focusing on the inside because I'm a living witness myself. Once you get your heart right, once you get your heart right, what you wear on the outside will convict your heart. If you wear something wrong and you had a right heart, your heart will be convicted. Because I know when I wear, if I try stuff on in the store and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And I'm small. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't wear this. This is too tight. Because I don't want, my thing is I am made to glorify God in body and spirit. I do that. And I want to glorify God. I don't want to dress sexy in public. No, that's that's not it. And I said a podcast before. God is not saying for you to dress sexy and plump. No, no, no. We are holy. We are always holy. And sexy means appealing to sex. You don't want nobody to have a sexual dream in their head of you because you are looking sexy. And no, you cannot control what somebody else do, but you can 
help what you wear. And so God has said, be you only for I'm holy. That's what we have to do. And so if I'm dressing sexy and I know that my clothes is just very tight, that's a problem with my heart. If I know that my cleavage is out, what my breast is out, is just pumped up and all of the cleavage is showing everything. And oh my Lord, y'all, come on now. You, your heart ain't right. I don't, it, your heart ain't right. So that's another thing. So I'm saying if you get your heart right, that your heart will be convicted if you wear something that's inappropriate. So that's why on this podcast, on a lot of times I, I harp on us uh, allowing God to heal our hearts, allowing God to cleanse our hearts. That way we, we can say the correct things. We can wear the correct things. We can do uh, what's right. We will have the right look and the right heart. That's what God is after, the right look and the right heart. Because I'm going to tell you, for the people that say that what you wear don't matter, you go up and apply for a McDonald's job and you think you're about to wear a Burger King uniform, please let me know if you can do that. Because you just can't. So in God, when we are ambassadors for him, we are ambassadors for him, we have to wear, dress appropriately in how God is telling us to dress. And I'm not about to go into details on that because I'm after winning souls for Christ. I want you to come to Christ because you love him. Don't get turned away by, I got to dress like this, I got to dress like that, and then get, no. God is saying to you on tonight, come to me as you are. Let me clean you up. Let me fix you up. And then, then you have the right heart to want to look the part, to want to look how God wants you to look. You will be able to hear. Because when you love someone, you want to do what they want you to do. You want to please them. So you're learning right now, singles, like, okay, if I love someone, I want to please them. So if I love my husband, I want to please him, even though some things I might not agree with. But if I want to please him and it's what he like, then you know what? I'm about to change some of some of the things, the way that I do it, because I want to please my husband. So that's the same thing. So if you learn it right now with God, I want to please God and it don't matter what I think. If it's against what God thinks, then I got to change myself to line up with his word. So that's why that's another clue that, oh, okay, I'm getting in line for marriage. Because it's the same thing. Your husband is going to be under God. So if your husband, if you're doing something that's not pleasing to your husband, then you know that, oh, I'm going to have to bring it in or do another, change it a different way. But if you don't even want to please God, my God, you is not going to want to please your husband. Because, see, this is God Almighty, the whole universe and the earth, heavens and everywhere. So that's a clue. Am I ready for marriage if I have a problem with pleasing the Lord? I'm talking about the king of kings. You want a king, a natural king, but you can't even please the king of kings. So we got to think about these things, y'all. So I'm saying on tonight, y'all, let's get the right look and the right heart. But it first starts with having a right heart. Because if you had a right heart, you automatically gonna allow God to 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 uh perfect you where you'll have the right look because you are seeking God, you're seeking his word, and in his word you will find out everything you need to know, everything that you need to know that pertain to to, to life and godliness. You're going to know it because you're going to know the word. And you're not going to know everything. When you first come to Christ, you're not going to know everything. That's when you grow in the Lord. And that's when you stay around strong, holy people. And that's why you keep coming to church because you want to learn of God. We don't know everything. You cannot get everything on your own. You need a pastor. 
You need a pastor. You need to have community, which is the church. God set it up like that. I didn't set it up like that. Read your word. He set it up like that. Back in the older days, they, they fellowship. They met together often because you need that fellowship. We learn from each other. It helps us to grow. And so, y'all, that's why I want to stress on tonight, we got to get this heart. The Bible said the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Only God knows your heart. He knows your heart. And so when you ask God, Lord created me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Because a lot of times we, we didn't grew up in holiness, grew up in apostolic, grew up in kojic. We look nice, but the inward man is terrible and wrong. That's not what you want. You don't want to have that wrong heart because when God comes to judge the earth, we got to have the right heart and the right look. We can't do one without the other. But if I had that right look and the wrong heart, I'm still not going to make it in. So I'm concentrating on, Lord, please keep my heart clean. I pray that, Lord, please create, keep my heart clean. Please keep my heart clean and righteous and pure before you because... That, I'm telling y'all, in the end, that's the only thing that is going to matter. That's the only thing that is going to matter. So I pray that someone was blessed from this podcast. Uh, and remember, remember, please remember, we want to have the right look and the right heart, not the right look and the wrong heart. And if you're not saved on tonight, you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. Well, y'all have a blessed night. Have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave me a voice message. Peace out.